Hey, everybody, you're listening to NC Shop Talk brought to you by NC Carpet Binding. I'm your host, Mal Mayer. If you want to learn from some of the most innovative people in the industry and laugh a ton, then this show is for you. So let's get started. Family Man, Hot Rod Interior Builder, formerly of Texas, now in Atlanta, Georgia, USAF veteran. Among his many achievements, he was a featured character on the hit TV show, Iron Resurrection, widely considered one of the best auto interior builders in the world. He's equipped to work on just about anything from a 32 Ford to a hot rod to even exotics. His attention to detail and his willingness to always get better is what has impressed me the most over the years. NC Shop Talk welcomes in industry darling, Philip Cato. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> Hello, everybody. That was a horrible introduction on my side. What's up? It's, uh, <laughs> I don't even know what day it is, to be honest with you. I don't know if it's Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday. It's, it's Tuesday. No. We, were supposed to, we were supposed to record last week, but you know, Phil kept putting me off for some, I guess, more interesting <sighs> things. So here we are. It's Tuesday night. I love it. Are you excited? I'm overly excited. It forced me to take off work early. So I'm super excited about that. And I love to talk to you, obviously. And I get to actually see your face. I know they can't see our faces. They can't see us, which is, thank, which is, which is horrible whoo, for them. Thank God, because they'd be like, <laughs> screw this. We we, we've, looked, we've definitely looked better. All right. Listen, I do have a question to start off with. Why does everyone love you? <laughs> I don't know. Do they love me? Bill, there's something that still bothers me to this day. It's never going to go away. I don't think I'll ever get over it. I'll tell everybody, not everybody knows, but about three years ago, I did a poll on Instagram, just screwing around my <laughs> face next to your face, side by side, who's better looking me or Phil on my own dang Instagram account. And I lost like 60, some about 60% to 40 right around there. I mean, what do you have to say about that? You're well, I didn't technically call your wife. Your wife had called me and she said, Phil, I just want you to know, don't tell Mal, but I really voted for you. <laughs> and then I'm like, it's kind of like when I have to go over to your house and I have to pretend like I've never been there when you're there. You exactly. know, and I'm like, you know, it's kind of the same a few thing. Times now that I think about it. So, so now but that you know, that's why. What's embarrassing about it is I lost on my own home turf, my own Instagram account. So, you know, I have friends on there, family on there, and I still couldn't pull it out. <laughs> What was the percentage? Like, I remember it was some big number. <laughs> it was like 62 to 38. And then it oh. jumped from 60, 40. It may have even gone under 60, but it was basically 60, 40 at the end of the day with a couple of points. I'm, but I was, I was genuinely pissed. And that was like three years ago. I'm still not happy about it. I'm, I'm sorry. You're still upset about this. That's all right. I mean, um, if, if we're being brutally honest, can I be Frank, Phil? Uh, you can be Mal and Frank. I'm way better looking than you. You are way, you are way better looking. Sans than me. the body hair, like if you shaved me down, <laughs> I might have, I might have had a better shot. All right, Beautiful. let's dive, let's dive in here. Last month, you and Justin Stevens at JS Custom Interiors put on what everyone called an epic class at Ken Diggett Design in Utah. Tell us a little bit about it. It was an epic class. At Kinetic Designs in Utah. That's what it was about. Come on, Phil. <laughs> tell, them Dude, what, tell them what they learned. Tell them about the class. Come oh, on. my gosh, man. You know, we wanted to do this before COVID had hit, obviously. So it, this has been in the works for several years. This isn't something that we just like, hey, man, let's teach a class. You know, it was like something we talked about. And I've always wanted to 
teach people because you know, back when I started, there were three people that I could contact and ask questions to. And that was Sid Shavers, Ron Mangus, and Interiors by Shannon, which are all still very good friends of mine. And, you know, I asked Sid because, he, you know, we had the video out and things like that. And, and he'll tell you they're so boring, but there's so much information in them. And he's like, you know, Kato was like, you can never do all of these cars, right? But if you don't share the knowledge in the next generation won't be able to do what we're doing or even do it better than we're doing with Justin. And then being at Kinda at shop and doing Dave's work, you know, it's still the number one show on motor trend and just having that accessibility to of Justin's big shop and having Dave there and then Dave to take his time out to meet people. And I mean, he spent a lot of time, like it was four 30 or four o'clock, whatever time it was. Yep. And it was like, Hey, let's go grab some beers and, you know, we did a shop tour. I mean, this is an hour and a half, two hours that Dave took out of his time. You know, we <laughs> so had, you essentially did a lot yeah. of the foam work, which I know that you're well equipped to teach. I mean, your foam work is well known, you know, in the inner circle, Phil's foam work is great. So you guys did foam work, but it expanded into so much more than that. So they, you know, the money you guys made, letting everybody know they're charging for this class. This is not a freebie, but don't think anyone's walking away rich. There are massive expenses with this. These guys are going through not only their time, their flights and everything else. So yeah, they're tucking away a couple of bucks, but it's so worth it. Where else are you going to get a first rate education from some of the top guys in the industry, whether it's this class or another class, you know, for that small a fee, it's, it, I mean, it's, it's so worth it. I mean, I right. wish everyone could do it. I we mean, went over, we went over so much stuff. Obviously yeah. we went over the sibling class, but when we put it out there, we had such a big response. You know, we, we, you know, we talked with you with it anyway, because you helped, you know, get us the sewing machine out there and helped us with some other stuff, which we really obviously appreciate. So let me get this out. Okay. Warning to all listeners and people with empty talk. I'm going to tell you now when these guys, or like, I know you and Shannon were talking about putting on a class years ago, Correct. when these type guys put on a class, don't ask 300 questions when it, all you have to do is one, read the post. It's all there. You're not going to miss anything. So put on your big boy, your big girl, your big tranny, or you're not sure what you are pants on and just sign <laughs> up. So you don't miss it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to make sure I covered everyone in this PC world we live in. So Correct. I think I got everybody there. You did. Don't, don't miss it guys. It's so important. I mean, here's one thing that's so obvious to me that most trimmers overlook. And even OEMs, which is a no-brainer, obviously, they don't give a damn. But to me, it's just as important as the aesthetics, the look, the feel of the car. And that's the comfort of the seats. Yeah. Your seats are known to be super comfy. Damn right. I, I don't know about you, but my tushy yearns for that comfort. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, needs, it needs to be pampered a little bit. Why not? It deserves it and held and coddled. Right. You know, Dang right. Uh, Phil, tell us why and how trimmers overlook this simple task that should be right there on the priority list at the top. Yeah. And why you why you focus on it. Com comfort to me was always number one with the seats, but comfort and able to maintain a crispness to the seat. And I come with all these designs and this and that. And I finally was like, I just got a big contour gauge. And I just started contouring people's backs and butts. And I so when I drew them all on cardboard, right? I would just draw them all on cardboard. Yeah. And so I think I took like 20 people's backs and butts, wow. really, which is strange. And then I took all of those profiles and I laid them on a piece of paper. 
or just laid them down, stacked up on each other. And I started to figure out like which ones were the most popular. And then I would set those aside. Where do you buy your foam? Give us your biggest sources. So I buy locally from a place here called Kelly's here in Atlanta. And in Austin, it was like Austin Upholstery Supply or something like that. Okay. It's time to play a game I like to call Burning House. Okay. My buddy Chris taught it to me in high school. We've played it ever since. It's brutal. And I say brutal, we make it brutal on each other. This isn't going to be so hard. But here we go. Burning house is real simple. I'm going to give you three people and they're trapped in a burning house. You can go in and save one, but the other two are going to perish. Damn. You ready to go? All right. You're ready. You're already nervous. I am nervous. Okay. First person in that house, Courtney Hansen. Second person in that house, Chris McClintock of Bucks Customs. That's my boy. Third person in that house. Steve Kurzman, Custom Stitching Company. Who are you saving? Holy shit. <laughs> Let's see this. I did I mean, say nothing's off limits in this podcast. I have so, to. I got to so live Steve, up to it a little bit. So Steve, I love you, but you don't have children. So I'm going to have to let you burn. Okay. Yeah, Steve's out already? Yeah, so nice. Steve's out. I'm going to say, I'm going to say Bucks. You're going to save Chris. Yeah. How much I love Courtney and Courtney and I are super good friends. Courtney, I love you, and I, I love your family, and I love everything about you. How could you throw away one of the most beautiful women in the world? Um, Such exuberance and excitement for life. I mean, I know you're super close with Chris. I did it on purpose. Yeah. But uh, I think the whole trimmer world is disappointed in you. Uh, it's okay, though. I I'm, I could deal with that because I love bucks. Okay. Give me something new and exciting going on in the near future for Kato's, things on the, you know, uh, you know, on your immediate agenda or down the road, things you're excited about. There's things that I'm excited about, but I can't talk about. Mm, naughty things. Yes. So anything you can give us a little teaser on or mm -mm. does it have to do with television? Radio? Maybe TV, maybe not. Did you ever watch the $100,000 pyramid? Nah, I never even heard of it. Okay, $100,000 Pyramid was the greatest game show, that in Family Feud, ever. Okay. To, to hit, as far as I'm concerned, it hit the airwaves. Um, well, you're going to play it now. Um, okay, okay. I pretty you. simple. If you can get this done right around 60 seconds, we're going to send a randomly selected listener some NC swag, sewing light, T-shirts, and maybe some other goodies I'll put together and send to them. Oh, dang. I, yeah, I don't know. Maybe timer. you can send off a lock of your of your hair. You know, something people really would want. Okay. Yeah, I can you help you. Kato hats that. or anything you can you could really. Yeah, I got some shirts, keychains, something. I'll I'll send something with your. You're your gonna send something. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm putting the pressure on. Here we go. Morin Giles, Douglas Interior Products, Townsend Leather, Perone Leather, Coast to Coast. Yeah, they're all leather suppliers. Bingo. Yeah. All right. A saddle, a bit. Spurs, rope, a person, cowboy rodeo type thing, right? I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you this one things used on a horse. Yeah, that's what I said, like a rodeo thing. Yeah, same Saddle. thing. Okay, different. Yeah. I didn't hear the rodeo part. I missed that. I'm juggling oh, okay. three things at once here. I got my phone, I got the list, I got the you on the screen, which is highly distracting. Okay, <laughs> onions, vegetables, yeah. carrots, meat, uh, vegetables, 
food cooking, chopping. Yes, uh, yes, yes. Things that are chopped. Good, good, good. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I got to give you extra time because I can't stop laughing. Phil's giving me (laughs) thumbs up signs here. Okay. This is one thing. I'm going to say one thing. You should get it. Old lady boobs. Um saggy boobs yeah things that sag congratulations yeah, all right all right. all right buddhism christianity a, a religion judaism bingo religions there you go yeah 454 oh that's a motor engine size bingo types of motors you got it before we were done yeah you finished at a buck 28 yeah and at least 30 seconds of that was me laughing and getting distracted by you for sure yeah so without you a gotta doubt. send some people some cool stuff and uh i gotta tell you i gotta tell you though dave smoked you like thanksgiving turkey he yeah did it in about a, he did it in about a buck 16. um all right so let's get on to the next question here see what we're holding okay what advice would you have for a trimmer around the world as far as how to get better and maybe what to do to set themselves up for success you know, maybe as a beginner trimmer. So any beginner trimmers out there, what are you telling them? What's important? Wow, man, that is a, I'm trying to think beginner me, right? Like what was the one thing that I needed? Don't be afraid to ask questions, like reach out to experienced trimmers that you know that are going to answer you back. Cause some of them will not. If you write me, I will write you back. It may take me a day or two, I will write you back. I could show you the list of messages I get about. It'll blow your freaking mind. I know. And, you guys and, tell me all the time. It's crazy. I don't know how the hell you do it. And people are like, you respond to all these? I'm like, every single one I yeah. respond back to. Because if they took their time to write me, it means the world to them. Make no mistake, like, and I'm going to come to bat for you. Yeah. Don't hammer a lot of these guys with questions until you've tried something and tried try it first, then run into trouble. Correct. No one should be teaching you what to do and how to do from scratch. Run into trouble, give it a dance, then say, hey, I tried this and I tried that. I'm stuck. What do I do? Give me your tips. Any tips on time saving? I've been working for 35 days straight. Wow. This is the earliest I've taken off in 35 days. Wow. Are you talking about... And I did this almost to myself because it was three big builders that I'm working on right now. And it just happens to be that they all need to go to a show right now. And so this happens. The biggest thing that you can say is no. I finally learned that this year. And no has been my favorite word this year. Like, no, I cannot do it until this date. Quit letting customers run your shop. Run your own damn shop. There's obviously going to be times like all, we all do it every year. Same. It comes up. We always take a building because the builder waits the last minute. Then we get it. We got a week to do it, whatever. I've done full interiors in like three days, you know, and I didn't sleep for like three days. It just happens. But I look at it as like, okay, well, one, I'm going to get hella money for this. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, but it's your choice to take it. Exactly. It's mine. You could say no. And it's not always about the money, but whenever, you know, those big builds come up. I'm like, yeah, okay, I could. I can swing it. Yeah, yeah. Like I could bank X amount of dollars, whatever it may be. Yeah. But just say no. Just just say no. Okay. Rapid fire questions time. Give me quick answers as quick as you can. And uh, here we go. How much GoFund money 
would it take for you to shave your beard? Ah, my gosh. This is not a rapid fire answer. Uh, how about a thousand bucks? I'll donate. I'll, I would donate quick, to somebody like a thousand bucks. I would just donate it to thousand dollars. Okay. Yeah. I like to hear that. Um, Biggest celebrity crush growing up. Oh my gosh. Uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt. All right. Tacos, pizza, or barbecue? Um, pizza. Okay. How many times a month you make whoopee? Make whoopee? Oh, not enough. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you do, are you good at it? I, I hope so. I mean, I got four kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. If given the choice, which vehicle would be your daily driver? The A-Team van, the Grand Torino from Starsky and Hutch, or the Chips Highway Patrol bike? Oh, the ah, man, the A-Team van. Oh, you know it. Yeah, dude. You know it. Like, so badass. Everything about it. Go, B.A. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, for sure. I'm like, for sure. Oh, my gold chains. <laughs> Favorite movie? Forrest Gump. Just a hypothetical. Let's just say, going back to that first question about your beard, if I were to start a GoFundMe page with the funded party being a U.S. veteran, would you toss your hat in the ring to be one of the guys whose treasured beard gets shaved, maybe live on Instagram or Facebook? What do you think? Yeah, I would do that. Well, I know there's plenty of, plenty of deserving guys out there that that, you know, we could definitely bless with, with, with a couple of shekels. That's for sure. Right. Yeah, for sure. There's plenty of veterans out there. We can help, you know. Okay. So I'm down. Um, I'll shave. And I'm, I'll, I'll do some kind of match myself. Shave your chest hair. You know, that, we need a helicopter. Dude, Let's bro, you crazy. need a weed eater. Like one of the ones that got all the metal blades <laughs> on it. And like, who, who else is out there that has a massive beard that needs to go? Ooh. That people would want to see go? Dang, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe Shag on the show. You know, he has that goatee thing. You know, I got one. Obviously, this is staged because I have it here on my notes. But Aaron Kaufman. Yeah, but then Aaron shaved his though. Uh, he did. Yeah, a while back, and then I think he's growing it back now. Wow, he has a baby. Like I thought, I had a baby face. Aaron's got a baby face. Yeah. I, honestly, though, you could store food in that thing. He would be. We'd be doing society a favor by getting that thing gone. Right. All right, buddy. Well, I think we. Uh, I think we're pretty much done. I know I asked you a lot of questions. I don't know how much of it we can use. They want to keep this thing to like 15, 20 minutes. I don't think it's even possible. There's a lot. We did really well. Dave said the same thing. I got 56 minutes of uh, of Dave. There's a lot of stuff. I thought your question was going to be like really out the wall. You had me nervous, man. I was worried all freaking day at work and I'm tired of shit. Really? So I'm like, man, Mal's <laughs> going to ask me like these crazy questions like, I think we covered everything. People got to know who we are together in our yeah. relationship. So it's, it's good. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be fun. I think people will want to have these type of relationships. And when they hear them, I, I hope that we, you know, bring them in, draw them in close, make them feel like the friendship, the warmth, stuff like that. All right. Here's a, here's a question you may or may not like, and I, and I hope you do. I don't want to get myself in trouble, but I've heard it before and uh, I'm going to throw it at you. You don't have to answer, but why did you leave Martin Brothers? Because a lot of people out there want to know. So just let's give, if you can, give everybody the straight answer. Okay. So whenever I, I left, I kept it very quiet, which you know, Mal, because I told you when I was leaving and stuff. And there's a very select few new because I just didn't want it all over social media. I didn't want it, you know, with the TV stuff and everything else because it would just get bombarded with messages and it just, and it ended up happening anyway. 
And so the only reason I left Martin Bros is because my wife came to me one day and my wife is a doctor, if you don't know, very intelligent woman. And she goes, how do you feel about Atlanta? Because she had been doing contract work for the CDC. And I was like, right. I don't know. And she's like, how do you feel about Atlanta? And I go, I guess I feel pretty good about it now. And she goes, good, because we're moving in August, <laughs> like right before the kids start school and everything. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, honey, I'm still like, we're still filming. You know, I still got cars like in the, in the make. Like, I can't just stop. And she's like, no, that's fine. You can stay there. I'm moving. You can come when you're done. I was literally just talk, talking to Shorty earlier today. Yeah. So, I mean, I've done a lot in nine years, Mal. You know, and I don't need a pat on the back for that. I just need to keep working and, and make money and, and providing for my better. family and learning. And, you know, people always say, you're lucky, you're lucky, you're lucky. I'm like, no, I'm not lucky. The harder you work, the luckier you become. Yeah. Luck is when you run into something by accident, when the, you work hard. That ha- that'll happen once in a while. I like, geez, I really, I just, you know, I stepped Stuff in that. that. Right. But yeah. I tell my kids all the time, there's no such thing as luck. You make your own way. If you want to be a loser, you could be a great loser. Yeah. If you want to be, you know, a superstar in what you do, put in the hard work and just get it done. I say it all the time, just get it done. Just and that's, done. that's what it comes down to. Just get it done. Stop the nonsense. Stop talking about it. Making yeah. promises you don't keep. That's a big pet peeve of mine. But, yeah. you know, if there's something to be done and someone asks me and I don't do it, I'm sick over it. Like, shoot, I cannot believe I did not call that guy back or I forgot to do this. You know, no. I mean, I think, you know, my parents instilled that into me. If you're going to do something, you better damn well do it. You know? Yep. And I feel this important. Don't be afraid to put yourself out there ever. Yeah, you got to go for it. You You know, you you go out with reckless abandon, you're a fool. But you got to go out there, take risks, take chances. If you keep doing the same things you do forever, you're going to stay where you are. I mean, this is all cliche-ish stuff, but it's stuff that most people need to hear. Stop yeah. doing everything you're still doing if you want to get bigger and better. Yeah. And I always hate, like, the worst thing I always hear is like, oh, I've been doing this for 20 years, right? Or I've been doing this for 15 years. I've been doing it 30 years. And I'm like, yeah, your work still sucks. <laughs> or you're in the same place you were 30 years ago. Right, I'm like... Or even five years ago, and, two years yeah, ago. Yeah, and they're like, well, yeah. why are you at where you're at? It's because where I could see that stitch is yeah. crooked on yours, or I can see that that corner is off or these lines are off and things like that. I fix those things. I figured out how to yeah. fix them to make myself better. And where but we, didn't, we yeah. recognize those small details. And I hate to be like a, a jerk like that, but it's like, don't come at me with, Oh, you know, you, sh- you shouldn't be where you're at. Cause you know, I've been doing this 20 years. Well, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. But well, there's another thing I've, I've taught the kids. You're touching on it right now. I'm going to put it more blunt because I am way too blunt, which you know, but excuses are for losers. They are. Absolutely. My eight-year-old knows it. My 11-year-old knows it. And they know it since they were two years old. Now we all make excuses, but you got to have someone put you in your place and just like, you know, hey, my son's name's Dylan or Emma, my daughter. Emma, what are excuses for? You're right. Losers, daddy. Okay. And and it's a refocus and it's it's a reset and you may get some blowback, but they know excuses are for losers. Just get it done. Thanks for listening in today, everybody. If you learned something new and liked what you heard, make sure to subscribe for more NC Shop Talk. Do me a favor and help us grow this sucker. Share this show on your social media feeds and with anyone else who'd love to hear it. Thanks for giving us a listen. And until next time, remember to get out there and make it happen.